Hi, and welcome to the Ballyhoo Bridge podcast. You know, most of us are looking for success and happiness in our lives, but often getting there and showing up as your true, authentic self is an individual journey of self-discovery and healing, especially when building a solo business. Whether you're running a business or on a spiritual journey, in order to take the next steps, growth has to happen, doing the inner work. To show up as the real you, you need to know who that is. In this podcast, we want to talk about marketing and business and spirituality and mindset, and it's all geared to help you grow and reach your goals, no matter what those are and no matter what your background is. We're going to explain the jargon, clear up misconceptions, and discover we're not all so different. We'll bridge the gaps between what you think you know and what you think you don't. Let's dive in. You guys, I am fascinated by my garden, and I know that may sound crazy to a seasoned gardener, but to me, it's still all pretty new, you know, because I've wanted a garden for years. My, My mom always had one, and I loved watching all the veggies grow and having all that delicious goodness for dinner and knowing that you grew it. You know, for one reason or another, I've just never planted one. We didn't have enough room or... We needed to till up the whole yard and, you know, my husband and I couldn't agree on how. Basically, there are a lot of work and there are a lot of effort and we just weren't sure that we wanted to commit to all that. But this year, I finally convinced him. I'm not really sure how, but somehow I keep getting served prepper ads on my Facebook feed. And one day I saw this great way that these folks were planting a garden. They did it in five gallon buckets, y'all. I mean, how brilliant is that? You can move them around if you need to. If there's like a late freeze, you can put them inside. It's more contained. It doesn't take up as much room. And you can even put them on something higher so that when you need to tend to them, you don't have to stoop over as much, which my getting old back thought that was just fabulous. So I'm thinking, yay, it's a great time of year. I had buy-in from the hubby. So I'm all, let's go already. So off we went. We went to Lowe's. And I didn't really think about it at first, how many steps there were to think about. So we got buckets, we got soil, of course that took a little bit of math, which I don't do math, to figure out how much we needed to make sure we were good. And we found a couple of the things that we wanted to plant. Um, Some of them were plants and some of them were seeds. And we mainly went for things that I like because the truth is my boys just aren't big vegetable eaters. And we wanted to kind of start small and sort of see what happened and try to figure this whole thing out. But, I mean, I am a southerner, so I feel like it's sort of a law to plant tomatoes, right? So we got tomato plants, check. We got two, just in case. Squash and zucchini, which was making my mouth water just thinking about it. And then cucumbers and green beans were from seeds. Now, I'm going to admit, I was nervous about the seeds. They just seemed harder and less likely to work, I guess. You know, the plant already existed. All I had to do was keep it alive, right? So we got home with all of our stuff and we got started. 
You had to drill holes in the bottom of the buckets so the water could drain out. Of course, read the directions, you know, plant the seeds one inch down. Everybody gets full sun. Okay, got it. We even got those little cages for the tomatoes and a trellis that if this actually worked, the cucumbers could grow on. And now we had to wait. And anybody that knows me knows I'm not the most patient person you'll ever meet. So the next morning I was out the door looking, just checking them out, making sure everything looked okay. So every day after that, before I left for work and once I got home, I'd go look. I'd make sure everything looked okay. Did they need water? What about food? Was the soil okay? Did it need fertilizer? What about bugs? Oh no, those leaves don't look good. Put the stuff on there to kill the bugs. And then I talked to them. Yes, all the time. You can do it. You're strong. You can do this. I believe in you. You'll grow to be big and strong and make lots of veggies. Y'all, a week or so later, I saw it. There were these little green sprigs. They had broken the surface of the dirt. It was green beans and cucumbers, both of them. They were both making it. I was so excited. I tell my husband, be gentle. They're just little babies. But then all of a sudden, they weren't babies anymore. They were huge. Those green beans took over those buckets. And I would get to where I could pick a few every day. And I was starting to get a nice little, little pile of them. But then I noticed that the cucumbers were full of flowers. It was actually really pretty. But there was no fruit. And then I noticed, you know, the tomatoes have only produced a few tomatoes. And the squash, well, they didn't produce anything at all. That and the zucchini plant, would they would get a flower now and again. But there was never actually any squash or zucchini. And I, I won't lie, I was, I was disappointed. And I was, my first thought was to, you know, blame myself. So started processing, what did, what did we do wrong? But the truth was, we hadn't done anything wrong. We tried some things and some were more successful than others. We had fed, watered, nurtured, we kept bugs away, but still some of those plants just didn't do what we thought they would. It really made me think about my life, my career, especially my business. I started thinking about how many times have I decided to try something, but I didn't really know how to proceed. So maybe I did research and I figured it out and I made a plan and I started and I nurtured it and I believed in it and I watched it grow, but it just didn't turn out quite the way I'd planned it or I had envisioned it. As we started looking at this garden, our squash simply needed room to spread to sort of get its elbows out. As I hear some people say, it was smothered. It couldn't grow because I had kept it in a container that was simply too small and didn't fit its needs. The cucumbers, even though they had a ton of beautiful flowers, they never made fruit. But why? We actually talked to someone about that and they said, well, because they probably were never properly pollinated, probably didn't have the proper bees around. It basically needed additional help and needed outside help. 
Now for the tomatoes, to be honest, I'm not quite sure. They never got that big and they produced, but it was really just a few. So I never did wrap my mind around that one and what went wrong. The green beans, however, continue to produce even today. It, it's not a huge amount, but it was only a couple of plants. Sometimes that's how your business will be, or even your life. Things won't always go quite the way you think they will, but the key is to still try the things and then learn from what happens so you can adjust and try again. What did I learn from my garden that I apply to my business? One, plant the seed, nurture the seed, allow it to break the surface and to grow. Two, don't smother the project. Give it the room it needs to do its thing. Sometimes you have to put an idea out there and see where it goes. See who likes it. See who responds. Now for both of these, something I really started to understand is it's important to give your project everything that you can. But then sometimes you have to just get out of the way and let it do its thing. Let's take, for example, a course that you're going to offer. You put it out there and you have certain intentions for it. But the result may end up being something you never thought of. You may have people take the course that you never thought would. They may present challenges that you never thought of addressing. There's just so much you could take and analyze and learn from that process. Who responded? Who actually signed up? What kind of interaction did you have with that person? Who actually showed up to the class? Who participated during the course? Who really engaged? How did the price affect participation? As you continue to offer the course, you'll start to see patterns and see where you can make changes or adjustments. You may also even see places where there's a need for a different kind of course that you could add to your services. So let it grow. Let it breathe. Offers can change. Prices can change. Content can change. Be willing to let the project teach you. Now, number three. We realized that some things will be influenced by outside forces that you simply can't control. For example, my cucumber needed to be pollinated. I can't control that. That's part of nature. And that same thing can be true in your business, your job, your life. Illness, environmental factors. We saw this with the COVID pandemic. Businesses were left scrambling to adjust. How were they going to still deliver their goods and their products safely? Some of those businesses just kind of simply faded away because it wasn't really an option or maybe financially they just couldn't make those changes so when things outside of our control happen you have to assess the situation and do the best you can sometimes it can be very difficult to navigate but other times it could be a pivot that you needed or that opened up a completely new aspect of your business the key is to remember it's not you but also be careful not to fall into victim mentality assess find your pivot 
and move forward. Number four, some things look pretty on the outside, but if you look really closely, they aren't as great as they seem. Case in point, my cucumbers, such pretty flowers, beautiful, beautiful, healthy plant, no fruit. So let me ask you this. How often do you find yourself comparing yourself to another business or somebody else's life, someone around you that you're thinking, wow, that business is so successful. Look how great their life is. And things may look really great on the outside. You may find yourself being jealous and wishing you could have what they have. But the reality is we have no idea what's really going on with other people. Their life may be great. Or they may be hiding a myriad of problems, just like my cucumber plant. The world needs your voice, your product, whatever it is, it's you. And that's what we need. Don't try to be somebody else. Be you. Trust me, we all have our own issues. So do what's right for you. There's no need to be anybody else. Be the real authentic you. So what seeds have you planted lately? Maybe a seed's been planted in you. Maybe you've had a little nudge lately. A thought that felt right or just won't go away. Like something you should listen to. And this doesn't have to be just about business. It could be about a relationship or your job or even a party you've been wanting to throw. Don't ignore the seeds. Nurture them. What kind of care do your seeds need? Where do you need to tend your garden? I encourage you to take one action step a day towards that need. It can be small. It can be grand. It can be as simple as meditating on the idea and clearing your head or making a list of your goals. It could be journaling what you envision this little seed to be one day. You'll know when it's the right step. Just for the love of all that is holy, take it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you in your journey in some way. Make sure and like and rate and do all the things for our podcast. We really appreciate it. And of course, check out the show notes for links and any other important information. If you're looking for guidance in your journey, head over to ballyhoobridge.com. There you can choose a time for a free 30-minute clarity call with me. In the meantime, don't forget to take care of yourself. We'll see you next time.